0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Old Time Radio Forever. We stay with the theme of listener's choice. Janet would like to hear yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Now Johnny Dollar has a fantastic history because it saw so many different reincarnations. My personal favorite is the 15 minutes nightly, five days a week with Bob Bailey, but with that being very difficult to do on a, a podcast of this type, we're going to stick with the thirty minute. So this week, and again, big thank you to Janet. We have yours truly, Johnny Dollar, on Old Time Radio forever. Wikipedia says that the island of Haiti can be called San Domingo, Santa Domingo, or Hispaniola. Well, after my visit there, I could suggest a few more things they can call it, but they probably wouldn't get past the censors. <laughs> This is another in the adventures of America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator, Johnny Dollar. At Insurance Investigation, Johnny Dollar is only an expert. And making out his expense accounts, he's an absolute genius. Expense accounts submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. To Home Office, American Federated Life Insurance Company, Hartford, Connecticut. Attention, Harvard Huntington, General Manager. The following is an accounting of my expenditures during my assignment in port of prince Haiti. Or, the nights may be black down there, but the magic is blacker. Expense account, item one, $15 for a pair of tickets to see the show detective story at the Hudson Theater New York. Which I never got a chance to use. Come with your heart's yeah, uh, uh, at home promptly.. at certain times. thank you for coming out here. Why, right, sir. Sorry to break into your evening like this, but since I have, I'll get right to the point. Fine. Perhaps you've heard of the Gordon family here in Hartford. Well, what I see at the society page is why I'm flipping back to the sports section. But I've noticed the name. Diamond Studded, I think. Yeah, they? immensely wealthy. Who is is society and, surprisingly, quite a proper family. It is all but one of the sons, Ralph. A heavy drinker. Complete waste of near to will. A blot on the old discussion, eh? Yes. Continually getting into one scrape or another. Now he's done it again. I'd it you that you're not worried about Ralph the man, but about Ralph the policyholder. Well, to put it bluntly, yes. I don't think it's unethical for a company to protect its interests. In this case, the policy is in the amount of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, Payable to his death to charity or uh, to his wife if he's married. That's yeah, quite a piece of paper. Yes, to be quite candid, I rue the day it was issued. But the point is this. Ralph Gordon, at last report, is dying aboard his yacht at Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Oh, you don't need me, Mr. Huntington. You need a Mayo Clinic. Dollar? I hesitate to even mention this in the presence of the same man, but from everything we can learn, young Gordon is not dying from any known malady. He's dying as a result of a... Well, it's pure nonsense. He's supposed to be dying as a result of a voodoo curse. Now, anyone with any sense, Now, wait a minute. Where'd you get your information? From his older brother, Thomas. He's a doctor. He's down there in Haiti with Ralph. I want you to go down and debunk this thing, Dollar. Find out what's wrong. Why, any sane man knows there's no such um, um, voodoo. You don't believe in it, do you? No. Not unless I see it working. Spence account? Item two. Hartford to Port-au-Prince, via airplane. Expense account item three, $32.50, tropical clothes. They didn't fit me, but they fit the weather. And item four, $25. Spent while I browsed the waterfront bars in Port-au-Prince, looking for somebody who knew where the Gordon Yacht was. When I found him, he not only knew that, he knew everything. Ask me first. My name's Cap and I've been here since before repeal. Give up my citizenship, I did. With the help of a couple of prohibition agents. Oh, you don't say. Uh-huh. And I figure on sailing out in the final days right here. What do you want with the Gordon craft? I want to see the owner, Ralph Gordon. How do I get to it? Oh, I reckon you pay me to row you out to her. My dinghy's down at the foot of the pier. Just a short hill from where we're at. Oh, good. Come on, let's, let's shove off that. Yeah, just whittle it down the horizon here. I... There. That old me shipshape. ship shape. What'd you say you wanted with that schooner? you figuring on buying it? Thanks for the compliment, pal. Listen, if I bought a boat today, it would have to be a surplus life raft. Now, I told you I want to talk to Gordon. Friendly visit or uh, other kind? I'm beginning to see how you know so much about this island. Well, never question, never learn. Remember that, Sonny? Yeah. Yeah. This way. Veer off starboard. No, sir. Never question, never learn. Yeah. Well, I'm an insurance investigator, and a company sent me down here to look things over, including good. Something wrong? I don't know yet. What do you know about him? A jugful, Sonny, a jugful. Stood into the harbor about two months back. No sooner dropped his hook than his crew started taking the pierhead lead. <laughs> Everybody jumped at the bosun for reasons of his own. Why'd they leave him? Because he was half-seas over all the time. You navigate with sextant, a compass, and parallel rulers. Not with a double shot and a water chaser. You get the drift. Well, yeah, they were afraid to sell. Uh-huh. Aye. Right. That's the line of it. And if you had ever piled into a reef, you'd feel the same. That's it. Yeah. Here we are. Oh. That's my dinghy down at the bottom of that ladder. There's Gordon's yard out there. You see her? Oh, yeah. That uh, tug's passing the stern of her now. Yeah, see. That's a lot of boats. Yeah. She carries a suit of sail like a grain supper. <laughs> Wait till you see her close up. She's as dirty as a garbage cow. Give her a hail now, sonny. You're close enough. Hey, anybody aboard? the yacht. Anybody home? Yes. What do you want? If the ship was dirty, I didn't notice. It may have had good lines, too, but it couldn't have touched what stood at the rail wearing clam diggers and off-the-shoulder T-shirt and a Caribbean fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a trim hole for you. Yeah. That'll be his wife his wife. Oh. I, uh, you cowboy. Who are you? What do you want? I'm Johnny D'Or from Hartford. I want to talk to Ralph. Oh. Why, yes, can I... you'll have to come aboard. Yeah. I'll swing the stern into the ladder. Okay. There. There you be. Oh. Steady now. Steady, steady. Okay, Captain. You wait for me, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how are things in Rousey's old hometown? Uh, cold. But uh, not as cold as this reception. Don't let it throw you. What is this? A friendly drop-in? Business? Or just plain snooping? If it's the last I met Wiener. The wife, they haven't heard about at home. Well, congratulations. Now I know why you like to wear your shoulders bare. It's better to keep a chip on them. If you're through being sharp, I'll let you hear what's left of my husband. Come on. Through here. Okay. Got a visitor from Hartford. Get away from this cabin, you dirty little gold diggers, and take your visitor with you. Wine's all gone. Why don't they send another case of wine? There you are, John. you has got the door locked. so will say that when he runs out of wine, he had enough. Yeah. Enough to know how you acquired your charming attitude. Forget it. I walked into her with my eyes wide open. Let's get back out on deck, the light better for throwing bobs, each other. Yeah, sure. Sounds like fun. Well, do I have to help you also? Not until you help me by answering some questions. I'm an insurance investigator and I was sent down here by the company that holds a policy on your husband's life. Oh, what should I do, Frank? The story they got was that Ralph was dying from some kind of a voodoo curse. They don't believe it, and neither do I. Why not? That might be true. Huh? Some old dame. They call him Maria Lassell. She came out to the boat. She yelled some things at him, and when Ralphie threw a bottle at her, she swore she'd put a curse on him. Why'd they hear about that back in Hartford? Ralph's brother, Dr. Thomas Gordon, told them. you know him? Yeah, we hate each other. I wonder why he told tell them. Maybe because he thought somebody who'd be better off without dead, was using Maria LaSalle's curse as a cover-up. How would you stand as his widow? Get off the boat, get off. Never mind the act. You're his beneficiary. Or didn't you know? I said get off. What's the trouble, eh? Oh, him. Yeah. Come here, will you? All right. Who's the boarding party? Just get him off, him. I'll see you in my cabin. Sure, honey. Anybody gets you this upset, it'll be a pleasure. Well, mate, do you walk or Dive. Save your strength for the last scene, Goliath. I was just leaving. <laughs> Expense account, item five, three dollars. Paid to Cap Reagan as water taxi fare. Item uh, six, 80 cents. Land taxi fare to Hotel Francois. An up-at-the-heels hangout for not only the best in tourists, but also Brother Thomas Gordon and these. <laughs> I'm Johnny Dollar, Dr. Gordon, from Hartford. I... Oh, yes, Dollar. I've been expecting you. They wired me you were coming down. Come in. Thank you. Uh, please make yourself comfortable. Uh, could I offer you something? Nothing but some brotherly advice. Why, certainly. You know, I, I feel like a stupid fool for not being able to handle this thing myself. So, now that you're here, you call on me for anything. And, uh, have you seen Ralph? I tried to, but he locked himself in his cabin. Uh-huh. Tell me. As a medical man, how do you digest this voodoo curse story? Why, it's ridiculous. Good heavens, this is the 20th century. Uh, I, I do think that science uh, doesn't know everything he would like to know about voodoo and black magic. There are stories supposedly true, but any victim would have to have a highly susceptible mind. Mm. Now, I know my brother, Mr. Dollar. His, his mind is susceptible only to his own whims and fancies. Well, then what's the matter with him? That's it. I, I don't know. He's drawn within himself. He seems to be searching almost insanely for escape through alcohol. Hasn't anybody thought of putting him on the wagon? It's a horrible idea, but I have heard it works. I don't think this is the time for it. He's suffering mentally and needs release. Well, that leaves us with only one thing to think about. No matter how thin you cut it, it's still voodoo. I'm a man of science, Mr. Dollar. I'd make hypocrisy out of all my knowledge and training if I attacked the problem from that direction. Brother, please, you let me know what you learned, huh? Expense account, item seven. Four dollars. Rental of horse and cart in which my walking tourist guide, Cap Riggan and I jolted out of town in search of Maria LaSalle. Something made me feel like I was riding my last mile in a tumbril en route to the guillotine. The moonlight was fighting a losing battle against an army of storm clouds that were sweeping in. That'll make it worse, I heard a drum. You there, Sonny? Yeah. Uh, sort of a tired Jean Cooper. Means we're getting close to Maria's headquarters. Is uh, she the only one around here? Yep. None of the good who performs reforms in her territory. She's too mean. Oh, great. <laughs> What's the matter? Uh, We're here. That's your path. Over there with that gnarled old tree. From here on you plot your own course. Is this is close enough for me. Oh, me too. Well, how do I know I can't put a curse on her? I've never tried. Who's sailing, Sonny? The path ran along the edge of a field of sugar cane. On the other side was a solid wall of jungle. At first I smelled some feathers burning. Uh, then I heard the chant. There was an opening in the wall of jungle that led to a small clearing, and just before the moon was smothered by another cloud, I saw a shack. Little clouds of smoke curled out through an open door, and I could see the glow of a fire on the floor inside. Hmm. Maria, I want to talk to you. Oh, it comes to the house of Maria. My name wouldn't mean a thing to you, but what I have to say will. Can I come in? Oh, What's so, so great and to stop Maria. Uh, All I know about voodoo is I don't believe it. I'll to you because I haven't gotten any answers from anybody else. Me, I want to know what's behind this stop so-called curse me, you put on Ralph Good. You don't believe? You like me make you believe, eh? Ralph, oh, Lord, he died tonight in the wind. I couldn't see what she'd thrown to the fire. She'd reached behind her for it. <coughs> but when the smoke from it whirled around me, seemed to grab my throat and squeeze. I stumbled back to the door. <coughs> I hadn't believed in Voodoo when I'd come in, but going out, I wasn't so sure. <coughs> just a moment, we'll return to the second act of Johnny Dollar. But first, the two Orange Bowl teams, Santa Clara and Kentucky, will be honored by Vaughn Monroe and his CBS caravan tonight. Vaughn and his great band will play favorite songs of the two Orange Bowl teams. Be sure to hear Vaughn Monroe's caravan, followed by the Gene Autry show on most of the same CBS stations tonight and every Saturday night. Now, with our star, Charles Russell, we return to the second act of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. My throat burned. My eyes were looking at each other. My lungs felt like a pair of deflated footballs. And the blood in my head was pounding a better and louder rhythm than that drum staggered around the heavy jungle there, and when I could breathe again, I gulped in enough to lift the Grav Zeppelin. By that time, I was cool enough to get hot in anger. On the back of the shack, Maria had either disappeared in the space or flown the coop. The atmosphere was not quite deadly. I crossed over to where she had been squatting. She hadn't left much of what she'd smoked me out with, but she left enough to swing things back from the world of black magic into the world of logic. A few shreds of photographic film on the dirt floor, and film made of cellulose and nitrates not only takes pictures, it puts out nitric oxide and nitrogen dioxide when it's burned. A combination that would live up to the demands of any gas chamber. <laughs> captain rode me out to the Gordon yacht. This time I boarded without a hail. Ralph was still in a bad mood as I started to pass There's the cabin. The Why don't they send the one? Empty! Empty! His antics inside the cabin sounded interesting, but not half as interesting as the conversation coming from Edwina's cabin. Dear Edwina, the little wife they didn't know about at home. you you haven't change your heart. Well, that's what happened. Not for sure that makes any difference. Maybe you're in too deep to back out. How would you like it if I still the whole thing? For well, what difference does it make? you better than landing in a Haitian prison with your motive showing. Think it over, Angel. I'll be in my sack when you make up your mind. How wrong can you be? See you later, hon. Uh-huh. Down. What... I've been on the receiving end of so many surprise pluggings. This was almost a poison. What are you doing on this ship? Get off. Oh, no. Not at that intriguing conversation I just heard. How much did you hear? If I added it to that gas assault Mariela fell through at me, it'd be enough to nail you and Loverboy here for conspiracy to commit murder. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. the point is I know what you two were talking about. Oh, listen to me. You've got to believe me. I don't have to. Well, try me anyway. Well, I... I admitted him and I. Well, it was because Ralph turned into a wino after we were married. Oh, this probably marks the first time in history that an icicle melted and caught a French. Please let me finish. And my marriage went to pieces. up I... Well, I had to do something or go crazy. You see, Ralph drinking up all the champagne on the island was just more than I could take. I was going to divorce him and, and leave with him, but we weren't going to murder him. Chapter one had so many holes in it, it would have been printed by a punch press. You don't worry about landing in prison with your motive showing when all you're planning is divorce. Oh, yes, you do when people are waiting for your husband to die under mysterious circumstances. That's why I was trying to make him go away. If Ralph dies, who'd look in his father's mirroring wife? Can you lock this channel from the outside? No. What are you going to do? You're not going to lock me in? No, just your playmates. You're coming with me. Where? To Maria LaSalle. I want to catch your reaction when she sees you. You don't believe me. No. With 150000 at stake, I don't even believe myself. There's her shank. Go ahead. Go on in. Oh, is come to the door of Maria? Oh, are you a woman? Well, Mr. Donald, are you satisfied? Not quite. Oh do Why are you here? You wish again to see the power of my smoke? Let's drop the act, Maria. I know what you threw into the fire. It was my book of smoke. Yeah, well, a good man from the police laboratory consists enough out of those ashes to know it was filmed. What is this you say? I say that I've got enough on you, you old fake, to put you in the local pokey. Oh, dare to see this to Maria? And that's where you're going to go if you don't cooperate. That's right, promise. What is it you want? Did somebody put you up to this cursed business that Ralph Gordon is supposed to be under? Well, a man of your age. Who was it? I, I do not know. Now go. That is all. It's not enough. What was his name? I, I don't know the name. Now, what do he look like then? My eyes are closed. Nuts. Come on. No, I'm taking no. you into town, I'm about to drag you by the hair. No, don't, don't, stop. I will tell you how it is. It is true. I do not know the name. All this is. He comes to me. He asked me when comes the next rain and wind. I tell him last night. But if it's tonight, the storm comes with the ship. He tell me he needs firm to close portholes in the ship. He say if I bring this surf, I will be the best hugar on hiking because it's still white man. That is difficult. That is all. Now you go. How about the film for the fire? Did he give it to you? This is true. Not long before you come. Well, get rid of it, Granny, before you lose your license to operate. Now, you go. Mary, I will be alone. Okay, Mrs. Jordan. Let's not stay for the music. Could you make head a out of what she said? Hey, look. What, what goes into your husband's cabin? Nothing but food and wine. Mostly wine. Well... Who fixes his meals? I do. Our cook less Well, what about the wine? Huh? Where does that come from? You said it was champagne, didn't you? Yeah. So it always comes from the same place. Liquor shop in town. Taste at a time. Oh, nothing makes any sense. What are you going to do? All I can do. Try every angle. But well, that's not all I'm going to try in that liquor shop. Mm. Account, item eight, 450. Two quarts of rum, the purchase of which helped loosen the tongue of the proprietor who had been supplying Ralph Gordon's champagne. And the words that poured out weren't exactly intoxicating, but they sent me staggering to the nearest phone. Yes? Yeah, hello? Hello, Dr. Gordon. This is Dollar. Tell me this. What would happen to a man if he was in a ship's cabin on a stormy night with all the portholes closed and there was a lot of dry ice in there with him? What? What was that? A small room. No ventilation. A lot of dry ice. Uh, A lush may be passed out. What would happen? Good Lord. Dry ice is solidified carbon dioxide. If enough of it evaporated into the room, the lush would not be bothered by a hangover the next morning because he wouldn't wake up, right? Exactly. Like gas, although not toxic. That curse your brother is suffering from is very scientific. The champagne he's been getting has been chilled by dry ice. About five pounds per case. And one case went out to the yacht just before the storm broke. Good Lord. Well, it may be just coincidence, but Ralph's wife and that bosun. Yeah, I know. For a bosun, he'd make a very good chemist. Well, send for a motor, will you? If it's too late for your brother, maybe I can use it. Sailor, I help him on town. Hey, Cap. Blah, blah, Cap. Come on, Cap. Hoy oh, sonny. Turn him around, George. From a shipmate and me. <laughs> this is rumble. Never mind weather. around, hey. Cap. You gotta roll me out to that yacht again. Man. Huh? What do you take me for, a blasted jelly sleeve? Come on, My back is about a down from all the roaring the bar in this what'd you say? <laughs> Didn't think it could rain any harder than it had, but it did. We would have been drier swimming. And the visibility was so bad, I would have had to have a seeing eye seal to find the ship. But about 20 minutes out, Cap spotted a riding light. It's hilarious, Jimmy. We were on target. But so was somebody else. The searchlight stabbed out of him. Hey, hey, hey! This sounds like coalition days. Who's giving us a broadside? I can't tell you. I'll lay a pelican hood over his head if I get my hands on him. <laughs> hey, Cap, what's uh, the matter? Yeah, my left leg. <laughs> right. Cap, yep. get down to the bottom. Yes. I'm going over the side. <laughs> the swimming is a fast time to be practiced only under ideal circumstances. In a pool. And preferably in the company of a well-filled bikini suit. But there was nothing to do but swim. So I swam. <laughs> I tried to remember how many shots had been fired, and that's where I made my mistake. There was a lull in the shooting, which I took to mean the gun was empty. I put my head down in the best Weissmuller style and crashed my way to the ladder. But when I got there, the first thing I saw after I'd shaken the water out of my eyes was the muzzle of a rifle. The face looking down the barrel at me belonged to brother Thomas Gordon, M.D. Sorry, darling. Killing you wasn't in my plan. But now it'll have to be done. I wasn't surprised at that, but I was surprised at what happened. I was waiting for a bullet to come my way, but instead the doctor did. Are you all right, Dollar? Yeah, yeah, I am. Something wrong that a Turkish cow will cure. I'll thank you later for spoiling morning his name. Get a hook on the doctor. He's right. on Fry Street. Don't let him get away. I grabbed the fire axe out of a case on my way to Ralph Gordon's cabin. If it needed ventilating, I know one quick way to do it. I for oxygen. I took a deep breath, held it, and went in. The cabin was littered with wine bottles, and in one corner, in an open case, was the dry ice that was in the process of cooling Gordon off for good. He was stretched out on his bunk. I hefted him to my shoulder. I used the last of my breath getting him out of there. <laughs> Fence account, item nine, $30. Cover charge at a hospital where I put the revived Gordon under the care of a doctor. Not his brother, who happened to be resting in a jail cell at the time. His motive hadn't been the insurance money. He figured to gain quite a chunk as the only heir to the Gordon fortune, if he could have taken care of Brother Ralph. Uh, item ten, same as item nine, same hospital where they taxed up Cap Riggins. Item eleven... Uh, $148.70. Return trip to Hartford. And uh, expense account item 12, $40. An ounce of voodoo perfume for the lovely but uh, sometimes chilly Edwina. Maybe if she tries that kind of magic on her husband, he'll spend less time with a bottle joy and uh, more with her kind. Uh, expense account total, $424.70. Kind, yours uh, truly, Johnny Dollar. <laughs> yours truly, Johnny Dollar, stars Charles Russell. Tonight's script by Paul Dudley and Gildog was produced and directed by Ralph Rose. Featured in the cast were Betty Lou Gerson, Sylvia Sims, Ben Wright, Ken Christie, Howard Culver, Dawes Butler, and Finn Graham. The special music is written and conducted by Lee Stevens. Be sure to be with us at the same time next week when another unusual expense account is handed in by 20 dollars. Were you wrong? Did you know it was Buster Keaton playing Sing It Again's Phantom Voice these last few weeks? Well, now there's a new Phantom riding the airways on Sing It Again. And for identifying him tonight, some CBS listener can win $50,000 in cash and prizes, radio's largest jackpot. Phone calls go out from coast to coast, so be ready for the new Phantom when Sing It Again comes your way over most of these same CBS stations later tonight. Now, stay tuned for Vaughn Monroe's Caravan, which follows over most of these same CBS stations. This is CBS, where your schoolie Johnny Dollar meets Adventure every Saturday night, the Columbia Broadcasting System.